Like, like, like crunchy, crispy, yeah. stays crispy in milk. What's up with you, Chuman? I was gonna say we got a we got a, a new friend up in the in the house right now. Yes, we guy. do. Visuals. Yes, we got a videographer. Let, let me describe. Awesome. Let me let me just describe for the listeners who we got. We invited this guy in mostly because of his pedigree, mm-hmm. but also because of his hunger. He's got the eye of the tiger. This guy, all right, and he's got his little camera out with his. Got a camera on a tripod. What's He's up, got. Guys? It's his voice. Look at that smooth Ooh, voice. That dude like gets Luther laid. Van- sound like Luther Vandross. That right guy there. gets laid, right? <laughs> his penis yeah. is never dry. <laughs> never dry. <laughs> never dry. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a good, I mean, he's a good looking dude. He's got good skin. He's got his little hair. I don't know if he's got braids or dreads. It's like dreads, but they're like nice dreads. They're together. Not them crazy fucking homeless dreads. Mm-hmm. He's got it up. <laughs> keep him clean. Man. Yeah. He's got a little bit of a bun. He said he was up till four last night, but I don't believe it. He I don't believe fresh. it either. I was up drinking, man. Where are you? What do you drink? Tequila. Tequila. Oh, <laughs> That's it. He probably had a shot in the car before he came in here. Oh, no, man. No? What, what's your, what, everybody, a lot of dudes that I know, especially African-American dudes, they got a, I don't really have a drink, but they got a drink. So what's your drink? What's My your drink? Uh, tequila Sunrise, man. Tequila, tequila Sunrise. Tequila and orange juice. Yeah. Damn. You got a philosophy? You got a philosophy behind that, Mr. Cameraman? San Diego, man. Uh, <laughs> that's his philosophy. That's all you need to San know. San Diego? SD, born and raised. There you tequila go. Tequila Sunrise is out tequila of San Diego. Sun- Can you imagine? So this this gentleman's name is Warren. He does a lot of uh, camera work for all kinds of different events. Do you want to put a shout out to anything to uh, like your website or anything like that? You want to blow up your spot a little bit there, mm-hmm. Warren? So if you guys go on Instagram, check out Vision Seven Seven Seven. I make videos. I do photography. I've done mm. weddings, maternity photos, mm. real estate, so, music videos. Now podcasts. Check mm. me out, man. Also, shout out to Brink Media Co. for helping me out as well, getting me to my point. So, mm. I can shout just out to Shumahan too, man, for putting me on today. Yeah, that's right. That's hey, right. Hey, listen, Indians always scouting. Indians always scouting. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you something, man. I heard a lot of women like just kind of like sigh, the legs uncrossed a little bit, while Warren was like, "Listen, bro, 
I'm gonna get you on. <laughs> I can listen. I, you imagine? Mm. I'm a photographer. I'm gonna make. Hey, listen, baby, I got a studio in the back over yeah. here. Yeah. You know, uh, I got a little a little setup I got for you. It's called <laughs> Holy. right. It's called Tequila Sunrise. You ever yeah. see? A lot of people are into sunsets, but I, I'm really into sunrises. That's my thing. You know. Dude, Warren, we got a W. You, Warren, have you ever said that? Nah, but now I will. Bullshit. Now I will. Now I will. <laughs> 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 Helped them out. <laughs> I like sunrises. Yeah, listen, man, that's what I'm about. But anyway, today I, we have a reoccurring <laughs> guest on today. Oh, my, standard. Yes, bro. This is my a boy. Friend, a homie. My homeboy. Mm-hmm. Right. From Santa Monica. That's right. Mr. Maldonado, better known as Diablo from Santa Monica. Let's welcome Diablo. Thanks, I man. fucking love that name. I love that name. My dude right mm-hmm. here. Anybody who anybody doesn't know, Diablo means devil, which you can't get more extreme than that. Right? Nope. Yeah. Diablo. But it was a humble beginning. It was just for being mischievous. Really. Diablito it was like just a mischievous kid. You know? Like little little devil. Yeah. I'm not no Satan worshiper or nothing like nah, that. Nah, <laughs> nah, come on, man. And you know what? You know what? People always got like, you know, like I get I get like a lot of White dudes, you know? Hey, yeah. bro, you know, there's always a sneaky and there's always a Diablo. <laughs> oh, yeah, but there ain't no Diablo like the Diablo, my homeboy Diablo. That's Los, baby. You know yeah. what? That shit kind of pisses me off now that you mention it. Because you know what? Do you ever turn on the white dudes and be like, hey, how come there's so many fucking Toms? Mm. There's a lot of fucking Toms. There's a lot of Chets. <laughs> yeah. A lot of Kips. Yeah, what what's up, up with, with the... What, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dummy. Damn. No, hey, 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 easy, hey easy, easy. Everybody calm down. Love, we love everybody. Hey, we do. That's it's right. a, we, we make fun of everybody. Yes, we do. Um, except Eskimo. Except <laughs> I'll make fun of an Eskimo. You fucking sure, ice living son cool. of a bitch. Yeah. Cool. You better watch out, cool. man. <laughs> um, no, man. You know what, though? Me and Diablo actually, you know, I, not to put, not to age us like that, but. Man, me and you, we're old. We're old, we're older from uh, from 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 Santa Monica now. We're, yeah, we're, you know, the golden era. We're, we're we're some of the seniors over there. <laughs> I would say not senior yeah. citizens, yeah. but you know, yeah. Um, the elder see, statesman, uh, man, the elder you, bro, statesman of the streets. I have to. I have to. I look at Diablo as a peer, as somebody that, um, like the Santa I, Monica peer, like the Santa Monica peer, <laughs> that I can talk about things and can relate back to yeah. things that a lot of people just right. in this day and age, you know, yeah. they weren't there, they don't get it, they don't know, they're too young. But Diablo, somebody that I can reminisce about things that, yeah, um, and I don't think there's you know? too many guys left like that, you know, from any neighborhood, really. No, there really you know? aren't. You're right. You're right. You know, the, the, the gang members from the 80s, 90s, you know, like, were like a dying breed, you know? A lot are dead. Literally. Dead yeah. or in prison. Right? I mean, it's a yeah. dangerous yeah. world, right? Right. Drugs, Especially drugs when you increase, and, uh, increase the heat doing that. Exactly. Doing that type of activity. Right. You're yeah. going right into it the was fire. Vicious. It was vicious back then, man. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. No, we're I'm, very, I, I would I say we're definitely my, lucky. We're lucky. Yeah. yeah. And I miss some of my older homies too, like Weasel. Weasel yeah, had that. Brother. He just I had that, that name. He's a generation before us, so, yes. you know. So he got that real old school, you know, convict talk. That you know yep. that 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 real like he just like got so many sayings, man. They they were incredible. Like that what? was a dude like that what? that was a dude that we were looking up to. Type. Just he had little sayings that you know I'm not too. You know, I'm not too savvy on, but he that's just his language, you know. Like, it could be when he's cooking, you know. He just had these little sayings, 
you know, like the old school cats do in prison. Yeah, like old carnival. You know, talk. like old Talking words that you zooms and wham whams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you got all that, all that Bonderoo, lingo down. Yeah, Bonnaroo. What's a Bonnaroo? What? Bonnaroo is when you all g'd up. Your Bonnaroo. 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 Like you know, them, them shoes are Bonnaroo. Right? Hey yeah, man, yeah, those shoes are Bonnaroo. I like yeah. that Bonnaroo. We should bring mm. that back. In man. a lot of ways, just kind of like uh, that was the the forefather kind of schooling us. Yeah, on just shit, their, their, you know, just their you know their their talk. You know, what I mean, is, uh, why'd they call him Weasel, man? I don't know, man. Maybe he was Linky and Long. <laughs> yeah. He did have beady eyes, kind of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he'll get you. He did, he did have a little dopey mentality going. What does that but, mean? Yep. Like, what do you mean? What it means, he had that dope fiend mentality. Get over on your ass. Right, he might but just I'm come not, from the know, side. But God bless him, man. Rest yeah, in peace. Of course, absolutely. come on. But he, 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 he was my brother from another mother, you know? Yeah. And uh, But he was just, he just had a lot of history, you know? Like, you know, I'm always have an ear towards, you know, cats like that that school you on some stuff that you didn't know about and just their experience, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you want to know yeah. something that's funny is that now I you guys step out, yeah, but I don't step out of myself. But there's certainly guys that are doing mm -hmm. that right now yeah. with you, Diablo. Right, you know, right. you know, they, they, yeah, you do kind of become mm -hmm. that. You know, mm -hmm. if you're lucky enough to be around, and yeah, man, of course. yeah, yeah, you do become that. And you know, that's kind of scary, you know, because I remember like in the in the county jail, one time when I was young, like 18 years old, you know, and just that that style of talk, you know that. You know, that whole lingo of the streets, uh, criminals and gang members. And I remember waking up one time at 3 in the morning in the L.A. County Jail, and I'm listening to two homies talk to older homies. They were like, you know, they were just older cats talking about their cases. Um, they were getting up, I guess, getting ready to go to court. You know, and you, they get up early, like 3 in the morning. In the right. And it's a dreadful place, man. It's like just imagine darkness, and you're led from that those cells into another dungeon-like uh, place. Underground. You know, underground. Like a gladiator. And, and you're waiting for, you know, to catch the bus. And it, this process takes hours. So these guys were going to court, I guess. But they're talking about their case and just, just the whole get-down of their language, you know, which is a language that I spoke. But for some reason, it, you know, at that time, it was like I was kind of like almost um, like fresh, like a clean brain I, I mean I, I don't know how to describe it like you um, were just like open like a newborn almost just right for, for a hot second you know mm -hmm. right and I'm taking in their language and it's like a rough language like you know just talking about their cases like it's like they're talking about sports or, mm -hmm. or a game what did they or something. say what, were there any words that they stuck out to you it's not really the words it's just the whole language that you know gang members speak especially criminals um and just I was taken in by how they we're communicating like it was just like it was nothing, you know, their life is at stake. They're facing all these years and they were talking about it like nothing. And it kind of scared me like, man, is this life that I'm going to live? You know, like, so you got so scared me, you know, and I became a career criminal, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> like what you're saying, though, OK, so now I get it. It's like what you're saying is it's like they were talking about some heavy shit. Yeah. They're talking about their cases. They're talking, they're talking about, right. about crime, about who got stuck and. Right, the same and way and guys like a carpenter or somebody else will be talking about the job that they're yeah, doing, right? Yeah, they're just laying yeah. out some wood. There's no, there's no fear in it anymore. They're so used to it that yeah, it's, it's like, like nothing, it's not man. even something special. And, and yet like, they're talking about freedom, their life. Yeah, 
And I'm like, man, I don't want to become, I don't want to become like that, man. You know, like that's all right. Let's stop. That's right frightening. There. You know what I mean? But I actually suffered that. You know. Okay, so let's stop right there. Let's talk mm-hmm. about that for a second. So you got scared. You had a moment of clarity. Ex- that's what I wanted to say. See, right. I you told you I didn't feel too good last night. My brain isn't. Don't worry about your I brain. Ain't in my full faculties, but don't worry about that's, that. That's what it was. Bro. You're around champions right now, so don't exactly. even worry. We got you. Exactly. And here's the thing: you had a moment of clarity, Beautiful. and you heard right what was in store for your future, and uh-huh. you got frightened, and yet you kept walking down. How the fuck did you not listen I, to yourself? I was in the process. <laughs> how did you not? How did you not just stop right there? Why? Man, hard headed. Hard-headed youngster with nowhere else to go but back to the neighborhood, you know. And same friends, you know, my homies, you know. Which, you know, being a gang member was is the funnest job in the whole world. <laughs> it was, you know, because you get to hang around with your partners that you grew up with, you know, every single day. You don't have to work if you're a real gangster. <laughs> Not just a gang member. If you're a gangster, you hustle, you know. So... To me, being a gang member was one of the funnest jobs in the whole world because we got to hang out every single day. Didn't work, just clowning all day, you know, just... And sometimes it gets bad, you know what I mean? Sometimes the wickedness takes over, but through thick and thin, we're always together, me and my homies, you know, so... So, with that being said, you know, you don't see the road ahead, you know, so... You know what's a trip is that uh, is is... Me okay, so let's ba- let's back up a second. Let's th- the county jail. Yeah. So I started going in and out of the county jail about '84, but but Diablo, correct me if I'm wrong. You remember how back that in the '80s when we were going to the county jail, you remember dudes from the state would come in and do their violations in the county jail. Remember that? So it was always dudes that were coming that were doing that were. They were they belonged to the state of California. They were still on parole and they were doing violations. And you violating might do a, their parole. Violating their parole. And you would instead of going all the way back to prison, right? A lot of times you would get uh, uh, six months, uh, eight month, a uh, one year violation. Got it. Right. So Got you it. don't go back up. They'd have you do it in the county jail. Got it. Well, these dudes are so known through the county jail, and it's kind of like if you're in the county jail and you've been to prison, you automatically have stripes. So these dudes because because prison like is higher or more elite it's the than next county level jail. up. Right. So these dudes would all have um, all the jobs is like the porters and the trustees. Right. The good they jobs. Were, they were. Well, no, the jobs. There's the only, only jobs. The only jobs. They <laughs> would have them. So they would be the dudes running around. Now, now let me just say this real quickly. There's 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 some reasoning behind this. For one, the L.A. sheriffs would want these dudes having all these jobs because they kind of controlled the inmate population. Right. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. So everybody they could run around. Authority. There was some authority and there were some guidelines to it. So they liked having these dudes in place, you know? Yeah. Because they could kind of control some situations and, and have some guidelines to it. I remember, yeah. man, you'd be locked up. You'd be in a cell or wherever you might be in the county jail. You're behind the bars and coming down the tier is some Dude, obviously been lifting weights, buffed out dude, you know, all tatted back. Like us. He's a tear tender, right? (laughs) Coming down, 
He's shooting out notes. He's passing word. He's bringing. Ci- <laughs> he got cigarettes. He's got all the good shit. He's like, how's this motherfucker running around the a county one-man jail? One man, Seven Eleven. Exactly. And he's got all this shit all with, connected with, with some illegalities included. And, yeah, of course. And and, yeah. and I don't know, Diablo. Like, I'm instantly looking at these dudes with respect. With respect. Yeah. And I'm. But here's the same thing: is yeah. I'm looking at every single thing on them. I'm looking at. Their shoes, the way their shoes are laced, their tattoos, their their the what they're wearing, the where they're handling themselves, their lingo, like you're talking about. That's yeah. their talking like about. uniform, the regalia, dude. And, and so I'm looking at them, and these dudes immediately are becoming like my idols. Right. I want to emulate, and and I, you guys, I tell you this. I'm, I'm talking, I'm retrospectively speaking. As it's going down, I don't know that I'm doing this. I'm saying this now to you guys. No, it's as just I look exciting. It. This yeah, person yeah, yeah. looks like a star, somebody who's made it, who's coming in with a ton, a ton of respect. And, right, and right. as Diablo says, it's like I listen to these guys talk to each other and the way they'd exchange, and I'm mm-hmm. hearing this, and I'm learning because it to me, it was, I mean, dude, when you would hear people talk about the prison, whether it be yeah. on the streets or in there, did you or did you not start to already envision and fantasize about prison? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And anybody that, but, anybody yeah. like us that's going to tell you they did That's a fucked up thing to say. Too, yeah, it know? is. That, they're, gonna, they're lying, bro. How does it get, how like does us, it get to that? Were, how does it get to that? How, you, you try and answer that. Yeah, but um, how does it get to that? How does it get to where you're like looking glamorizing at? convicts? Yeah. Yep. Yes. How does it Straight get Straight up. That? Because to me, for, speaking for myself, like, I never had any heroes. My heroes were the craziest motherfucker on the block, you know? Straight up. Right, but my how heroes, does that translate to prison? Like, one day envisioning, like, I'm going to go there, I'm going to earn my right stripes. It's your, it's, as, as maybe some rich kids or some better well-off kids would think of going to college, that's the rite of, rite of passage. Right. right. For us in the hood, the idea of college is pie in the sky. That's not happening. My parents didn't go. My grandparents didn't go to college. For us, that rite of passage it's state prison, man. Right. You guys, like, think about that. No, I get that. Everything about a gang member is, like, antisocial if you think about it, you know? Like, uh, you know, some people will, cons- you know, it's, if they have a problem, they'll call the police. We can't do that. Right. So everything that society labels as good or the right thing to do is will be labeled as bad, you know what I mean, for a gang member to do. The right. Society. The snitching, uh, all that stuff, you know? Right. The not being violent, like not re- responding to to a, a threat, you know, or to a, you know, to a physical altercation. Yeah. You know, society will look at that as good or doing the right thing by not, you know what I mean? Not responding. engaging in that. But I- even in prison, just in prison, for, like for me, <laughs> like the weekdays, on the streets, people look at the weekends like the the, the, the best time of the week. Right. Because they're not blow working. it out. Yeah, you party and whatever, but in jail like to me, Warren. a weekend was suck because then not only I'm not getting no mail, you know what no I mean? No visit, no visit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, so it's like at least opposite. during the week I had I might not have got a letter the whole week, but at least I had the hope of getting one, you know? Yeah. Let me ask mm. you this, and 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 you guys can fucking whatever, but like as you're envisioning prison, like look at the one thing that I when I think about prison. First of all, I'm a small dude. I probably get fucked in the ass real hard by a bunch of dudes. Like I'm not trying to get that. <laughs> but when that. I mean, you're listen, that's why I, I, yeah, I'm not gonna yeah, 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 yeah. listen. You're gonna, listen, you're gonna manifest. It, I'm bro. gonna try. <laughs> I'm looking. I'll put up a fight, but I'm just saying, there's some pretty sure. big dudes. Now look it. 
That don't matter. It don't matter. What does that mean? <laughs> what do you mean it don't matter? <laughs> Size don't matter, you know? Well, uh, you take a, a stand, believe me, some brother's going to take a stand with you, you know? Really? Yeah. So what does that mean? So you're saying, like, if you're a small dude, because maybe there's some small criminal dudes right now that need to hear this. They're the most, they're the most yep. uh, destructive ones. Them little dudes got that complex, man. A lot of little, I those got little that. motherfuckers be politicking, boy. Yep, and they, yep, and they, yep. And they're crazy, man. You know, they're quick to stab you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. So that's what you, you got to do. Watch the little dudes, bro. You got that. <laughs> so that's what you, because they got something to prove. They got to fucking be on edge. Yeah. Otherwise, they're going to get fucked Most in dudes, the most big guys, most of them are just, you know, they're they don't need to prove nothing, so they're pretty mellow, you know what I mean? They're a little comfortable. Or oh, they've been able to scare people and intimidate people with right. their size, so they haven't they, had to. Except this weird old celly I had named yeah. Baca. I had a celly. <laughs> this dude was like, Was shit. he related to Lee Baca? No, nah, he was related bitch. to a real Baca, to a cow. His yeah. motherfucker was Whoa. so damn big. <laughs> a big-ass dude, like 6'5". I don't know how big he was, but he was so scary. And the feds, he was from New Mexico. Mm. And this cat... He told me, he said, I never stare at nobody more than three seconds or they want to fight. <laughs> I said, told you that? Yeah, I said, Baca, they ain't going to want to fight your big ass. Mm-hmm. I said, you so big, dude. What, what you afraid of? He said, oh, I don't like problems. <laughs> so he was, so a, he was gentle. He was a gentle giant. He was a weirdo. <laughs> Why was he weird, dude? What made him because, weird? Because, look, this motherfucker used to sit at the table and draw comics, make his own comics, <laughs> and talk to himself. And I'll be on my bunk. I'll say, Baka, what the hell are you doing? And he's talking to himself and laughing. Oh, nothing. I'm doing my comic series. <laughs> then later on. In his own head. Huh? Yeah, he had like a collage of like cutouts from magazines. He had that broad from Saved by the Bell. He said that he was in there, first of all, for burning an abortion clinic. Because he what? had he had a girl. He got a girl pregnant. So he got her pregnant. He wanted to have the baby, but she didn't. So. She was going to have down. an abortion, so he went and burned up the abortion clinic. Wow. The bitch went to the one down the street <laughs> and still did it anyway. <laughs> so but, he burnt down one clinic, yeah. she just went to the next one. Yeah. And then, check this out. <laughs> he guy. said he said that that girl looked like a combination between Lindsay Lowlife, Lindsay Lohan, yeah. and, uh, and and that broad from Saved by the Bell. Which uh, one? The one that made that stripper movie. Or whatever. Oh, do you remember he that? Said, and so he had cutouts of them girls on a, on a, on a piece of that? paper. What? And then she drove an old Mercedes, so he had Mercedes signs on that, on, that, on the collage, <laughs> and he was doing some weird stuff, some comic books, and then like he called her polar, uh, bipolar bear. In the bipolar com- bear. He, bipolar he, bear. He, he, he named a character in the in the comic book, and I remember him telling me that the girl was bipolar because sometimes she'd say. Yeah, let's have sex. We'll go to the motel and she wouldn't show up. Sometimes she wouldn't. wouldn't. Big old Baca showing up ready to go. So he did the comic book and she was a character in it. Her name was Bipolar Bear in the comic book. That's so weird. So I started figuring all this stuff out. I go, hey, dude, in your comic book, what happens to this girl in the end, to this Bipolar Bear? She she has a horrible death. Oh, (laughs) This dude, he was a weirdo, man. He would be poisoning the pigeons in my window. What? And I'd be like, don't do that, dude. <laughs> don't Mr. do that, dude. Mr. Baca, please, don't. don't they, they would die there. Wear, you, <laughs> they would die there and stink up the cell. Listen, yeah, man. did you ever think, like, maybe old Baca would just have a weird thought in the middle of the night and just snap your little neck? It never crossed my mind because really? he was so weak. Yeah. But he was a weirdo. One time, them guys from, he was from New Mexico, and them New Mexico cats, they run with the sewer, they run with us, you know, so... They came in to say, excuse me, can we talk to your celly real quick? So I stepped out, and they talked to him. They said, hey, man, um, are you going to ride with the 505, which is a New Mexico car? 
and and they said you're gonna ride with us. He said, I will, but I won't stab anybody if you tell me to. <laughs> and I heard that shit outside the cell, and I was laughing, man. And they said, man, we don't need you, man. <laughs> Throw his but, ass away. But Baka was a weirdo, dude, and like. And then did you he, guys like you were in a cell? Did you guys have like a like one toilet? Yeah. And would you see Baka take a shit? No. What do you mean? How not? I won't be there when he does that. <laughs> it, it, this was what was it? this custody level was? It you know I dropped in points as you know as I did my time so it's not locked down on it so I'll step out you know what I mean. You whatever. get he's getting ready and you're like yeah, yeah I gotta get out of here. Hey what what you when, when did you first hit? When was the first time you went to the county jail? What year? You remember? I can't remember but I was I know it was when I was about eighteen. Right. <laughs> I know I went as soon as I turned 18. What was the craziest but, shit that ever went? Like, seriously, bar none, county jail, what is the craziest single event that, like, you're like, man, that was fucking nuts? <laughs> in the county? Yeah, he's got county. A, I'm sure he's got Prison a number rise, of them. No, in the county uh, jail, though. Damn near attempting murder on some child molester. I, you know, <laughs> no I've shit. been involved just about everything in there. But I'll tell you one of the craziest myths. I, I think it's a myth. You probably heard this one. They said there was some crazy Chinese dude that was going off and whooping all the COs. You ever heard that myth? In the no, county? I never heard that yeah. story. This dude was whooping all the COs, and I've heard this Bruce several times. The sheriffs in county? Yeah, yeah, in the chow hall. He was whooping them. And they oh, really? Smashed, and they had to come with, they had to, they a chow hall. I don't know if this is a myth or what, but That's I've heard this story. That's the story I ever heard. Yeah, he was whooping them in the chow hall. That's a big chow hall in the county. You know what? County. That's a they, great scene in the movie. You imagine, like, he like was, the Chinese dude goes to jail. He was going off on him. He knew karate. You know? <laughs> and the CEOs try to break him down, dude. And he just gets up like Bruce Lee at the end to enter the dragon. They all just come at him. He's That's got crazy. made some nunchucks out of like into milk the chow hall. Yeah, at the Man, chow hall. Bro, you remember in the county jail, they used to have the 9,000 floor. All right. Oh, man. So you got you got the you got different <laughs> modules and you got different yeah, floors, right? Yeah. But 9, there we have the ninety five hundred floor, okay? Yeah. So it'd be general population, all right? Yeah. The, you guys uh. gotta imagine. It's a giant, giant dorm about the size of a football field, okay? Got a it. dorm. And there's bunk beds in there. And right. And there's some low lighting. And you've got now there is no custody levels. So you've got everybody in there from murders to child molesters to thieves, the dope fiends, the everything in there it's like a city contained within the county jail okay Damn. so there'd be 9300 9400 9500 and i remember the first time i got to county jail man that place. walk in there with your little your little bag right your little bag yeah. with your toothpaste your shit and a little blanket right <sighs> and you go they, they, you go in there and you walk in bro and there's uh, roughly around a thousand people in this motherfucker right yeah and as soon as you walk in if you're from a neighborhood like us, as when they crack those doors and new people come in, which they call fish, yeah, you know the brothers would be lined up, the Chicanos would be lined up, and you'd have like the others or the Asians lined up because everybody's looking to see who's coming in. Right, it's our people. Right, and so you know I walk in there and there's a couple homies waiting. As soon as I walk in, they're like pull me over into the say, hey, we're over here, and you go over to our area. We got to lock down, and that's where you're. You, you, you right away, you're meeting, hey, this is this is so-and-so from Temple Street. Where are you from? All right, so, you know, and they kind of, fi you find your people in there. You find your West Side car or whatever. But let me tell you something, man. Everything is going on 
inside of this dorm. Um, and I'm talking about everything from drugs being used, drugs being sold, sex going on, all the fucking uh, beatings are going down, <laughs> robberies are going down. Exactly. It's just it's, like a free-for-all. Oh, bro, 9, it's a free-for-all. Vicious, man. Like a free-for-all. 9,500 was vicious, man. That's, that, that's where you first hit. That's the first dorm you go to. When you come to the L.A. County Jail, you know, man, that's, that's where a, everybody gets thrown into. It's just and loud it like and noisy. The and had our, we had our side, you know what I mean? Yeah. The Crips had their section. The Bloods had their section. Yeah, the magic and then everybody else in between was just fair game. They were all yep. victims. Yep, they were all they're victims, They're getting robbed. Man. They can't yep. leave. Yep. They, whatever they put on their bunk, they're getting, it's getting took, Everything's man. getting taken. So let, I mean? let me get this. Whoever gets at them first. <laughs> let me get this yeah. shit. Let me get this shit. So you got this. First of all, you're saying ninety five hundred nine thousand. So this this ninety five hundred is, is one dorm in the nine thousand floor. floor. You got yeah, ninety three. Got 92, it. You got several. But that's because this county jail in Los Angeles is a tower. Right. Right. So that's there's on floors. There's like a bunch of floors. People don't know that. And but sometimes it wouldn't be room to sleep inside there. You sleep on the roof. Yep. They have a, a like a yard. That's in cage. Basketball hoop. Yeah. Over. You on know the what? Roof. I've been up there. You have? I had a I had a client in there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, had a cli- oh. okay. I had a client. One of my first clients right. uh, tried to rob a a, a, a a prostitute madam and her boyfriend, and, and he got his ass whooped. But anyway, so I've been in there, and <laughs> I've seen all the different whatevers, and I've been on the top where there's that cage. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you go up in on the ninth floor, right? Now, do you, you got to take an elevator, right? No. You, Escalators, uh, escalators. Yeah, oh, it's escalators. escalators. You go up the yeah. escalators. You're being, you're, 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 you're cuffed. They ain't got enough room to put all those no. motherfuckers in the elevator. You're cuffed <laughs> and you're being escorted in a line with the sheriffs leading. You. What's that, going through your mind? That place is nothing but long hallways, man. Yep. And you stay with they one arm a, against the, the the one yeah. against the hall. As I you remember walk. on the nine thousand floor. On the nine thousand floor, they had a, a mural of, of John Wayne, the Duke. Get the yep. fuck yep. And out of here! I've seen several times. Get uh, the, the fuck them, them, out of here! Them fucking COs, them 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 sheriffs. That's they were like they were like that was their way of expressing racism, you know? Yeah, like, of course. Like they Hell would put a foot yeah. on that on the Duke or whatever. They would beat them down. Like get the a fuck serious out! Beat down. Let me yeah. wait, wait, wait. Let me get some flashlight check. therapy. Maybe yeah. I'm. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Bitches back then before, boy. I mean, you're telling me that they, they it's 1980-something, and they got a giant mural of, of course, John Wayne, Wayne they got all a, over. They got Western a lot of murals. Cowboy there's a, there's, shit. There's yeah. a gang Cowboy. Homie yeah. shit. Yep. Murals. They're all Badass the murals. are painted with murals. And if somebody fuck with John Wayne. Put their foot on the wall. They'll break their leg with the yep. flashlight. Yep. Yep. God damn, it's the craziest shit I've ever heard. To me, that, that mural always signified, like, racism, dude. It was like. Like, who's really in control? You yeah. can talk all the shit you want. You could get get all crazy, but at the end of the day, yeah, John Wayne and his but little. But I crony. see some sheriffs get get their ass fucked up too by homies too. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Every bone what broken happens? on their body. What? <laughs> <laughs> they laugh. But you know there was retaliation. <laughs> yep. Hey man, uh, that place. Uh, is a, that it, place. It was. That place. That's why I say L.A. County Jail is like a living hell. You know, I say you can make uh, it in New York. You can make it anywhere. Well, L.A. County Jail is tougher than most prisons, man. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you go into the... Okay, so first of all, when you're going up the escalators, right? It's your first time. Second time, third time, you don't... 
But on your first time, like, what kind of shit goes through your head as you're going up? There's a lot of action going on throughout this place as you're on your way up. You're seeing dings, like psych ward people walk by. You're like, Some people screaming, yelling, motherfuckers hollering at you, motherfuckers <laughs> talking shit, all sorts of shit. You're just like, you're waiting to see where you're going to go. This is the first time me, I'm talking about my experience, the first time in, I'm looking around at all this shit, and we finally get to this door. And I don't even know what's in store. I don't know if I'm going side. into a cell or what. They open up, they lead us in, they un- uncover us and lead us in. And I walk in, it's like this giant room that's low lit and there's all this noise. It's like a city street in downtown, right? And we walk in, in there, I'm like, row. what the fuck? Like <laughs> yeah. Skid Row, man. I'm like, what the fuck? The homie's like, hey, come here, all right. Where are you from? And da, da, da. we go over to our area that's, you know, so we got our own area. So this giant tank, right. So this giant tank, though, like, is in everyone's there at the same time, right? Yeah, man. okay. There's like man. a thousand people. In it's this like a crazy meeting. It's greet. like one in the morning. That's networking. That's a crazy yeah. networking. Thing. Smoking cigarettes, smoking dope. Okay, and when you go in there, right? Like you go in, and then like you see some dudes like sucking dick on one side, and you see some dudes shooting up on something, and you just kind of keep your eyes with your friends because you're like, I don't want to get lost in this fucking mess. This is too crazy. You're like, in the you you are in the mess. There's no not it. getting lost. So in. you you're but you want to stay with your your guys. It's like a terrible acid trip. Right? Yeah, it is like terrible. Yeah, you're with your people. You got your dudes. So you guys get over to and and you know, let's say there's a thousand people in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's say there's five hundred people in there. You get over to where your people are at. There's probably like 30, 40 of you guys right. all up in, you don't got our shit. Hey, boy, you want a cigarette? All right, you got your cosmetics. All right, and then uh, off it goes. Everybody starts doing shit. They're out doing robberies or you're, you're treating it like you're you're in the city. You're doing your shit. Like you're not just staying on your bunk. All right, so-and-so's got dope. All right, this Gabacho, we're going to rob him. All right, you know. For people who don't know, Gabacho is like a white dude. Yeah, like whatever was going down or like, or. The shit's about the crack. You could walk in. The worst thing you can hear in a setting like that is silence. Oh, when it's silent, the sound of yeah. silence. That's when you know there's tension going on. Something's or something. going down. And man, hey, dude, what was the what? Hey, what was the first? Where were you at in the county the first time a riot kicked off? Your first riot, probably in Wayside. Oh, was in Wayside? Man, that's Supermax. Supermax, nice, bro. Yeah, you would hear. A dorm upstairs on top of you, rumbling and oh, rumbling. Sh- oh, then the, then the bro. Next one, then the next one over next to you, then that shit would finally get to your dorm. You let, you know? now, let's talk. Now, yeah, let, yeah. Okay, so yeah, let me explain that. Let me explain that. that. Sounds that like the way. huge, giant, they're dorms. Supermax is Wayside. This is it's a, Wayside. Part now of the L.A. Down. County jail system is by Magic Mountain. Somewhere. Right. It's up in Canyon Country. It's Santa okay. Clarita. Yeah. So if you're going to be in the county and you're not there fighting your case directly or you're not being held for... A week or so. If you know you're going to be there for a few months, they transport you from there to Santa Clarita, which is a huge facility, which is Wayside, it's called. Okay. And they've got has, medium, supermax. Yeah. they got different facilities they there. Have, they have, yeah, they have different security levels. Right. And there's there's Supermax. Yeah, LA and supermax, County Jail, I believe, is the largest in the world. Supermax are big dorms that, that house. They're two floors. They're big dorms. And you're behind a cage, but it's a big dorm, and it houses about... A hundred guys, right? Yeah, and it's and in, it's a, in a circle, and, it, and it's a cage. It's it a got cage, bars. a giant cage, okay? It's got bars, and they're in a circle, so you can you have a cage next to you to each side, and across you're looking at another three. Got it's it. like an octagon, right? Yeah, and then there's a couple floors to it, right? Above right. you and below you. Well, when he's talking about the riots, as the riots kick off, sometimes the riots will kick off in like a cell above you. 
or down from you. So you and can't see it, but you between... can hear and feel the vibration. Yeah. Like it ain't an earthquake. And a, that's right, dude. Mm-hmm. And it's rolling. And you know if one's going down, everybody's about to, it's about to go off. The whole What's the energy gonna... like when that's happening? For man. You? It's fucked up. Man. <laughs> you, you can't even... <laughs> You can't even hear it, right? You can't even explain it, man. Can, can, do, I mean, do you get like so? Let's say you're one, starting to like get your shit together. You're starting to get ready. Yeah, like when the so when the rumble starts and you feel it coming. I mean, yeah, you you don't want to be part of a ride, but is there a part of you that's like, fuck it, like let's just, do you get amped up and you're like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're angry. You, you, yeah. you, that tension has a way of seeping into your pores, man, and into your into your being. You know what I mean? It's it's a fucked up reality, dude. What would you but do it like in a riot? Yeah, like, would you, you can, would you like pound shit against the? What did you do? Like, how did you make noise? Shit, I got a knife. I ain't pounding nothing, but <laughs> driving some steel in somebody's neck. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's if not if about I'm lucky, it. if I'm lucky enough to have some steel, sometimes you got to make do with something else. You know, you might have to do dominoes in the sock. This or isn't a riot like you're having a protest. No, right. this, this is a riot like a, racial, a race riot. These are racial yeah. riots. No shit. Yeah. Like, so, between Hispanics and blacks. And Damn. that was primarily what it was. It would be. Primarily. So it's a major battle. Yeah, like battle some, something Royale. happened and, yeah. and it's going down. And usually Domino's you had a wind sock. of it. Yeah, you know, all, all that. Lock in the sock, whatever, you take your pick. I yeah. was in. I was Make in. A weapon. I was in 9,500. <laughs> I was in like 9,400 and a riot cracked off inside one of them fucking dorms. And it was fucking nuts, bro. And the Man. fucking and the, and the uh, sheriffs are all behind glass up top or behind a cage up top, looking down at the dorm. They're all sitting there with their arms crossed, just watching the whole shit go down. It's just crazy. But medium north, bro. Medium north. When I was waiting for the state, they, there was riots. Uh, we had a riot almost every couple of days. The whole dorm would take off. Almost every couple of days, a fucking riot. And I'm talking about motherfuckers are throwing the fucking. The boiling water pots, motherfucking. <laughs> I mean, everything that ain't tied down is getting fucking. Everybody's using everything Mop as weapons. Ringer. Mop ringers, man. Everything, <laughs> Mop man. Mop ringers. That is <clears throat> fucking insane. Yeah, you're grabbing a hold I, of anything. I remember we almost. I thought we killed them, you know what I mean? But we got this child molester. The cop came and told us. The cop came and brought me the newspaper yeah. early one morning, you know? That's how it's done. Okay, mm-hmm. so hold on a second. Right before you get to that. So, like, all the time, right, the first thing you hear in the news all the time is, like, when you got a child molester, they go to jail. Like, this Epstein dude, right? Like, this Mr. Epstein, yeah. Mr. Florida, right? They're already worried about his safety because they're, like, they're going to get. So, so, so how does that go down? So, a cop comes by and he's like, hey, did you see the latest news? Well, it happens a few different. One time when they mm-hmm. were processing us, I remember a, a cop came and said, hey, this guy coming, he's a child molester. He told all of us. There was, like, a hundred of us inside this uh, tank. Cause they take you through a process to to house you in the yeah. the LA County Jail, the Central Jail, the one yeah. we're talking about downtown. That's like to receive you. Like Lucky said, later on they'll ship you out to Wayside or you know several other county facilities. I've been to Linwood before, but um, you know they have like that Linwood s- substation that they had. That's crazy though, because but when the cops the says cop that came and told us, and so when this motherfucker came in, they they. You know, and the trustee verified it. A trustee, they they called the trustee and said, yeah, because he got a certain thing on a card or something. That right. So as soon as they came in there, I remember this big home. I was a youngster, but some big-ass homie said, hey, motherfucker, you like to fuck kids? We're about to fuck your ass. And he, Damn. And, and, and the big homie just they took just started taking flight. Imagine like 100 guys jumping. He was all bloody. He was just a mess. But another time, I was in Wayside, 
and I was up early drinking some coffee, watching something on TV, and the cop came, and he said, he said, a essay. I said, what? He threw slid the paper in the L.A. Times, and he said, look on, look on page something, you know, what I mean some, some page or something, and there was a picture of the dude, and I went and showed it to this homie. I went and showed it to this homie. I said, hey man, look, the one that had the unit, you know. Yeah. He was from Hazard, older cat, big dude. Yeah. He said he read the he seen the paper. I said, hey man. I said, hey, 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 Looney, that dude's right here. You know, what I mean, that's him over there. And he looked at the paper. He said, wait, get get all the home, wake the homies up. We got something to do. Damn. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then that big old monster, he was a big ass dude. The homie said, go keep point. I said, nah, man, I want to get some. I want to, you know, I want yeah, to hurt get, the motherfucker. Yeah. I, I was a young kid, you know what I mean? I wanted to put in work. Right. Smash this motherfucker. He, <laughs> said, he said, go keep point. I said, no, nah, I want to <laughs> get this motherfucker, man. He said, I said, go keep point. <laughs> I said, okay. <laughs> but the homies, man, they smashed this motherfucker. I'm looking, they're beating them with the mop ringer and everything, like I told you. They beat this motherfucker down. They wrapped him up in a sheet and pushed, put him under a bed full of blood. It like a, a bloody mummy. <laughs> uh. and, and then the cop came doing count. You know, the cop came doing count and they're counting and they're like, and the I'm cop, that, the cop <laughs> that gave me the paper, he looks at me like with uh -huh. his eyebrows, asking me, "What's that dude?" <laughs> he like, I, I said, "Man, I don't know." You know, I'm from my, you know, he just eye contact, like he's like trying to figure out what's. And they found him under the bunk, all full of blood, wrapped up in a sheet. Damn. I thought he was dead, to tell you the truth. Damn. Damn. But so that's like a green light. Like when, so the, the child, I mean, when the cops come in or whoever it is, that's pretty much the a cops, green light. The cops used to tell us a lot of times. Right. So yeah, it's like they're a in on that shit. They're in on that shit. I remember, there was, I was at Supermax. I was at Supermax one time and <clears throat> I'd gotten there and they'd given me, they're giving me one of the cells to run, right, in Supermax. So, you know, they're, 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 you, you kind of, one way or another, it gets handed to you. They call it the llaves. They give you the keys. Right. You're, you're the one that's going to run that. You're responsible for that that dorm. Llaves, Spanish for key. Right. So I got a right-hand man who's going to be my right hand with the thing. Yeah. So running the cell, and there's the brothers, and they shit keeps on happening with the brothers, right? And we keep on having to have, like, a, a talk. I got to go with my right-hand man to go talk to the head brother with his right-hand man. Right. Hey, bro, you guys got to stop doing this shit. It was, and this stuff could be minor, bro. This is like as much as like dude left the sink a mess. He didn't clean up the sink. Like there's certain codes and certain things that you can't do. Conda. And I remember, man, we had had like three or four sit-downs with these dudes. And like pretty soon dudes are starting to look at me like, how many times are we going to talk to these dudes? Just kick the shit off. And I was trying to keep the peace, trying right, to keep it cool, yeah. keep it cool. But right. shit like that, man, eventually that cell had to jump off. And as soon as that cell jumps off, dudes across the way see it. And they know there's, and that's when it all starts taking off. Just next thing you know, falling. the whole exactly. wayside supermax is in complete disarray. disarray. Shambles. You got the sheriffs running around, alarms going off. Have you, you ever been five, hit by six, tear gas? <clears throat> yeah, you've been what? hit by tear gas, been hit by those little those rubber balls yeah. when they shoot those fucking explode. What's it feel like <clears throat> a tear gas like hit you? Like is it is it's it... fucking it's like mace times 10. I mean, right. I've never been hit with mace. Well, right? put, you put, put chili in your eyes. 
yeah, dude, it's like that. You, you, hey. you, you're, you're bracing up for it, so you're putting a bandana or a T-shirt wrapped right. around your nose, and you're tying it. But when that when that tear gas comes in, you know why people fucking come out of buildings and shit when the SWAT team throws the tear gas. No shit. That shit is unbearable. Does boy. it got like a chemical smell, or what does it got? It does have a chemical smell, but it's a burning. Yeah. It's like you can't breathe in. It's like breathing in hot flames, but you can't escape it. Damn. It's fucked up, and you instantly, your nose... Starts running, your yeah. eyes start tearing, and you can't see because your eyes are too watery. And if you rub them, it, it, it gets, gets worse. worse. Oh, it's fucked How up. How long bro. does it take Skin. for that shit to wear off? An hour. An hour, yeah, and they're, then then they start it's bringing over like these 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 uh, rag packs after the whole thing's done and everybody's on the floor and all that. Then the the fucking MTA start coming by with these rag packs of these white clean towels and you like can wipe you know they try and wipe your face off and shit but it's a fucking mess bro that sounds crazy see somebody hey we, there was one riot and they were at everybody and they were trying to get everybody down it was going off and these these brothers wouldn't get down and finally they fired in one of these little balls and one of these little balls when it explodes it explodes with rubber little rubber balls Right, <laughs> the thing comes in. It's like comes from like a little grenade, uh, grenade launcher. Yeah, they fire it in. Yeah, and it hits. And when it hits the ground, it explodes. Uh, and like a hundred of these little rubber balls pop out. That sounds Bow, like some right? Batman it's shit. Crazy shit. And whoever hit, gets hit with those rubber balls, <laughs> that shit hurts. Like you're gonna lay down. Well, these dudes are all fucking. Some dudes were down on the ground. Those dudes, and they fired off one of these, and this dude was laid down on his belly. And the fucking thing rolled up his pant leg, bro. <laughs> and blew up in his pant. Hey, dog, man, this motherfucker. I think they blew like his fucking balls off or something, bro. The it was fucked blew up, scrotum sack. Everybody went silent, bro. <laughs> yeah, this shit blew up that. in his shit. There was blood everywhere. That blew this motherfucker's nutsack Damn, off. Damn, man. Yeah, but That's they didn't give a fuck. That's what I always say, dude. You like, don't wear like. You <clears throat> make sure you get them cuffs tight. And you know how they get the. <laughs> you know how if a, if a riot goes down in one of these air, like supermax and dorm, you want to know what it looks like when they've got it under control? You've got a hundred men, butt naked, laying face down on their on their bunk, no mattress, no nothing, metal bunk or on the floor, naked. That's how they get. Everybody's coming out of their clothes. Everybody's laying face down, butt naked, silent. You don't move. And they leave you in that motherfucker like that for hours, bro. Dude, after one of these riots, though, is there, like, internally for you guys, like, is there, like, a sense of calm? Like, at that point, you're like, you released all this tension, you released all this energy, and now you're just kind of like, uh, like, it's, it's a like zen. a come down. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because it needed to happen. Right. And now it's kind of like, ah. Right. But uh, it's man. I remember it was just. But tension, then even bro. then, man. But even then, it's still fucked up, man. Because in, in prison, if that happens in prison, they'll they'll lock us down, for you know who knows how long. Extended you know they'll lock us down, you know, and then try to figure out if they, you know, what's gonna happen. You know, because when they open those doors up, it might just kick. It might just kick off again. You know. If they don't figure out. They want to figure out. They start an investigation. Right. So everybody's locked down, and they're like, all right, well, how did this happen? This is a terrible way to live, dude. Is it a race? And you know what? Especially in the county jail, there is never a moment where you're not under constant pressure of something cracking. I remember when I left prison after doing like four years, when you add up the state time I did, the county time I did, 
from the moment I walked in the door, there was this tension in my neck and shoulders every second for that whole like four years. I'm and I remember sure. when I left the prison, when I looked in the rearview mirror and could see the prison fading out from behind me, this release of pressure came off of me yeah. that had been on me for like four years. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that make sense? That what makes I'm total. What do you mean? Does that make yeah. sense? That makes total sense. You're you got fucking exploding beat. pellet grenades blowing dudes' dicks off. You got fucking <laughs> shit all over the walls. You got John Wayne staring at your face. You got you're trying to manage like you know trying to talk to the brothers and manage like a piece yeah, and all that shit. Man. Yeah. I remember when I was in Santa Monica and I had to I had to turn myself in to go do fucking like three years. Right. Oh. They, they stayed. Let me stay out for like three months to gather my affairs so i had uh, to go in and i just had my my son was barely turning one years old and i remember when they sentenced me in and i walked out of they, they escorted us out of the court room into the court tank right before you're going to leave for la county from santa monica right. uh, uh superior court i remember i get into that court holding cell there's nobody in there yeah and the the the, the, the cop he uncuffs me yeah. and he goes all right probably got about 10 minutes to 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 you know to con what he said something like console yourself or something like that you got about 10 minutes so you get to deal with whatever you got to deal with because you ain't gonna have any more time to do that and i remember you got lock me i was sitting there i was thinking about my son and all this shit and i remember i had about 10 minutes where i was alone and that was the last 10 minutes i had alone for the next four years you know Damn. basically what he's saying was you want to go cry it off real quick go ahead and do it right now right the that's the only private moment you yeah got. the only people talk you know and this society right now like a big thing is like me time but like in prison there's no me time no shit you know what's crazy what i think's fucked only up when you're taking the shit is these rappers <laughs> like in the in like the, the i mean you look put at, the paper up on your window how about how about the, like <laughs> now 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 in the rap game to respect that in the rap game now uh -huh. like you really don't have any cred unless you go to prison or like they look at these prison terms like it's just fucked up. Yeah, man. but that's got like one more yeah. elevation from where you guys were at when you were like, look, here comes this top cat. He's coming down. He's got all the shit. That's walking stupid. Seven I'm saying like how that trend, how that moved over to mainstream. Yeah, is crazy, bro, because right. because art imitates the streets, you know. I mean, I or know that's true. Or they try to. <laughs> I mean, they I know that's to. true. Partially, yeah. that's because a lot of the stuff that happens, I mean, it's not just the streets. It could be nature. Like, it's like you see a lot of art imitating nature. Part of that is because that's right. real or authentic. Like, that's something that's actually happening. It's not, there's something real there, something pure about the fact that some of this shit just happens. It's a hard life, whatever it is. Right. And then art wants to come along and try to reproduce that for all of the safe motherfuckers. Really, if you really want to talk about it, all the safe, you know, at home, not trying hard motherfuckers can kind of look at this art and kind of live vicariously a little bit without actually paying any real price. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Ma Mozzie, that rapper Mozzie. Yeah. I love that fool, Mozzie from Sacramento. But he got this, well, there's this one lyric in one of his songs where he's like, he's like, yeah, niggas taking pictures in the bathroom. They don't never leave the house. Yeah. Uh, shit like that. Like, that shit, like, you know what? I trip off some of this. All this, you know, they want to talk about this culture and the prison, this and that. But yet, you've got, like, you know, these online magazines interviewing Rick Ross about being a gangster. And this right. dude's like an XCO, man. Wow. Right. If Rick Ross is listening, man, you ain't nothing but a snitch, rat, fake scumbag, man. Dude, Damn. Piece of garbage right there. Like man. that. And people associate with that shit. Like, well, because he wrote that book. Listen, he wrote, first of all, he wrote that book. 
He what didn't say book? anything about being a snitch when he wrote that book. When he, I, I actually read that book. He was a rat on top of being a cop. Uh, no, but uh, a cop is a rat. Yeah, a cop's a rat. So basically. same thing. Right, but I mean, he claims that he got snitched on, and that's how he got to the prison or whatever. Uh, that's he, how he got a job. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just it's all backwards ass right. shit, dude. And that's why I say, yeah. you know, like if you're in the studio and you're a musician, then be a fucking in the studio musician because you you ain't doing both. Either one or the other, right. you need to make a choice, you know? Right. Yeah. Some fake shit out there. But they're selling a lot of fake shit to these kids, you know? And, uh, no yeah, guidance. but I mean, you know what? Listen, listen, listen. I hear what you're saying and I respect it all. But the flip side, that's the American way because it's no different than all these commercials. Then they are like, hey, check it out. This is, you want, you want the Whopper? Look at this beautiful fucking Whopper. It's glistening. It's the fat dripping off it. Everything's <laughs> perfect. It looks so good. Then you go down there and it looked like somebody ran over it with a fucking truck tire. Absolutely, it is. It's the yeah, America yeah. sales, man. That's what they do. And yep, part of the yep, sale yep. Is, is, is a fantasy. And the fantasy. And that's what I want to get across. Yeah. You recognize it. It's a fantasy. It's not yeah, real. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. The real, sh the yeah. real dudes ain't talking about it. They're certainly not writing songs about it. You know what I'm saying? No, right, I can right. see that. I mean, I I could see that because, you know, because first of all, so much of of your life is dedicated to one or the other. I mean, you'd have to right. be two people in order to to be a good yeah. musician. Like, if you were to be a serious musician, ah, that takes a lot of time. Like, you can't just, you know, show up in two hours. You know, knock out Acquire like a, the skills. Yeah. It's like it's like these games when you you know shooting people and and now the movies and shooting people and you know yeah and when yeah. when it really happens everybody gets you know we get, everybody gets scared you know everybody wants to be a, a gangster until the DEA or the FBI comes knocking on your door when the homicide uh -huh. detectives come knocking on your door then all of a sudden nobody wants to be a gangster no more you know right no I, you know what I'll tell you something yeah that drives me a little crazy because some of the some of the stuff like you see like. Uh, like, you know, I don't know how else to say it, but like these artists, these female artists even and all this mm -hmm. stuff, and they appropriate or they take some of like, they've got a grill, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? They got all these tattoos and they, <laughs> they're mimicking, you know, a lot of stuff. And right. These rappers are clowns, man. Yeah, uh, Dude, it's I, funny because Fat Five Freddy was talking about that. Like, man, y'all ain't no gangsters, y'all entertainers, he said. Fat Five Freddy, then he said, you don't see... Joe Petchy trying to kill Robert De Niro in real life. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But that's the thing. So, like, you, so like you look at all that, and then it's, but you know what's weird? Like, there's a, in some ways, when I hear you guys say that and I think about it, I'm like, you know what? That ain't that much different than church. It ain't that much different than church because they do the same thing in church. Like, it starts out like, uh, like, because there was a time when nobody was fucking with tattoos. If you were fucking with tattoos, you were way off the charts. Like, you were, you might as well have signed a pack with Diablo. You, huh. you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's crazy. And you're never going to get a job. And you're never going to get money. And you're never going to be a regular dude. And you ain't ever going to have you a You know what? That, that's, that goes back to what I was saying about listening to these guys in the, in the county jail using the, the language, you know, the street language, the criminal language, and me being... You know, like kind of like, wow, is that really going to be my destiny too? Also, the tattoos. I remember I used to see my homies and I used to say, man, this motherfucker's full of tattoos. He's an ex-convict. I don't want to be like him in mm -hmm. and out of prison. But I became that. You know, I said, I'm going to just get this S and M and back and block letters yeah. in the back of my arm. That's it. 
Then later on, I had another one. Then another one. That's how it starts. A little yeah, drip. A little. Yeah, but the yeah. thing is, is like it's. But it's it's the same thing as church because then because in church, right? Like at one point, it was like rock and roll. Are you crazy? Right. That's the devil's music. And now yeah. you go any church, the crossing, whatever, and they got rock and roll. Right. So now it's like almost like like you were talking about because you're also in fashion, Steve. You do a lot of stuff in style and fashion. So some of it is mm -hmm. also trend spotting. Like okay. Once a certain element's been adopted by a certain society, it's fucking over. Like, you can say what you want, but it it's is fucking rap. over. Yeah. So, like, when you start hearing Christian rap, it's a little bit like, it's eh, over. it's kind of over. Like, yeah. like if, they've, <laughs> if they've gotten that down with it, you, you need to find something that people don't like. <laughs> yeah, almost, yeah. Yeah, reinvented. Right, and so in a weird way, prison is that. But I also think it's important to recognize that that like when you were saying about the social and the antisocial, dude, listen, it's it, 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 it. I think a prison term was, you know, the homies used to look at that like a rite of passage almost, probably because, you know, in a in a sense, you were able to do um you were able to do that jolt, you know, you were able to do that term without ratting, and you came out in one piece, so that means you can handle yourself, you know, so it's like a. It's like a rite of passage, you know, for the streets, for street cats, gang members, you know. That makes sense to me. You look at all like warriors. Because, because, if, because, because a normal person listening to this is like, man, that's stupid. They think it's cool to go to prison. It's not really that it's cool. It just means that you, you, you stood the test of time because, you know, there's been some people. Um, th there's been one cat that was inducted into this prison group that had never done a prison term and was highly trusted out here. I don't want to say no names or nothing, but that dude never did a prison term, and that was one of the things the homies were talking about. This boy ain't even ever been locked up in prison, mm -hmm. you know, so we got to see how he's going to hold his ground. And, you know, he ended up flipping, you know. So that's just an example. Right. Because so. to be it, listen, let's not bullshit. Let's cut the fucking shit. To be a good criminal and to be in a gang and to do all that shit, it requires, it's as crazy as it sounds, it requires a lot of trust in your homies. Yeah. Like, exactly. you got to be able to be like, Solid. So, yeah, but at the same time, you guys are like fucking breaking laws. You and, gotta and, be and like, like, uh, like, uh, what's his name? Um, Scarface. What's your boy's name? Pacino. He said, "I could hold my head up in any borough." What do you say? And yeah, Donnie Brasco. Right. Any borough, my mother could walk and hold her head up. <laughs> right. So like, you, it, so it requires trust. But you don't walk out on me. I walk out on you. <laughs> that was a bad movie. <laughs> But um, you know what? Speaking of Scarface, that's an interesting thing. Cause now, yeah. like, look, I'm gonna tell you straight up. I'm gonna tell you, I love Scarface, but I've never understood why people worship it. Because like at the end, the dude is covered in coke. His fucking woman left him, and he yeah. gets all shot up. That's not a good ending. No sir. Yeah, that, I mean, that's not positive. Way. He did it his way. It's a great American story. Yeah. Like yeah, so. You know? So how much? Listen, let, let's get down to brass tacks. How much Diablo? You you know you paid your price. You you did your thing. You you held your ground. I'm right? still paying. Listen, <laughs> you held your ground. Uh, I wish I would have been a geek. Tell you the mm -hmm. truth now. <laughs> Do Geeks you, have a nice little life. You know what I mean? I don't know. Listen, we can talk about that later in a second. But, but I don't I don't know that geeks. You know what, man? Am I? You know what? God damn it, Diablo! You always say something that gets me crazy. You know that? You always get me crazy. You fucking you say something and it sets my mind off. The same <laughs> things with nerds and geeks, bro. Nerds they, and they geeks. They wish they would have done. No, because 
you know what? In the 80s, in the 70s, in the 60s, it wasn't you weren't isn't cool to be a geek. There was like you got no pussy. There was no geek squad. There was no none of that shit, right? Yeah. yeah like that yeah, wasn't yeah. cool, man. You yeah. got your fucking Still ain't cool. underwear put now uh-uh. Now everyone's yeah. like, oh, he's a geek. Everyone claims they're a nerd. Everyone uh-huh. claims they're a geek. There's not you can't throw a rock without them like, oh, I'm a geek, I'm a nerd. And you're like, no, you're not. You don't got pimples on your face. You ain't all <laughs> fucked up. You don't know about Lord of the Rings. You don't know about fucking <laughs> Magic the Gathering. You don't Dungeons play the wizard shit on the fucking whatever that is online. Yeah. You ain't lost in all that. You ain't, you ain't LARPing. You ain't live action role playing. You ain't a geek. You're just a hot chick wearing glasses. You ain't a geek. So stop claiming that because everyone's claiming it. And now it's over. Now I'm like, you know what? You know what I've been thinking lately? We need to make another movie. We need to make now. Listen, I've been on the nerd side. I was reading. Com- it sounds stupid, but I, I love was reading comic books. I do too, but not everybody mm. does. You remember Diablo? Not everybody's like, oh, I, I got love Spider Man. I got some twelve cent Spider Mans. Yeah, I was twelve cents Sp- hope, nineteen sixty eight. I was reading Spider Man when I was like fat with no girlfriend. You know what mm, I'm saying? Like mm, that was my mm. only consolation was a pictures of some muscular dudes in tight clothes. I don't know. I like the Submariner. <laughs> you like the Submariner? Prince Namor. I like yeah. to watch the Submariner. Now listen. But he looked what? like an essay. He had that slick back hair. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I'm saying, like, now everybody's a geek, everybody's a nerd. Now I'm thinking we need to make a movie called Revenge of the Jocks. And mm. instead of, because mm. remember, Revenge of the Nerds was, that yeah. was the beginning oh, yeah. of making nerds cool. Yeah. Right? right? Yeah. That remember was, that? Yeah. That was, yeah. 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 So now it's time to go back to like the meathead idiots. That those might be the values now, because the nerds they just made a deal with the government, Facebook, all the motherfuckers. Yep. They're just turning all around. They're right. no different. They promised Tech us stuff. gangsters. Ah, they promised. They were like, "Don't worry, watermelons will like grow out of walls. You will be <laughs> able to just communicate with souls beyond. You will be traveling to Mars. Everything will be perfect. It, not even close. They're building mm. drones that can see." eight by eight square kilometers and pinpoint everybody and follow them around and just send little missiles. They made deals with the CIA. So one point is, is being a geek is, is, is over. But what I wanted to get back to was being a geek ain't chic. You said you want to be a geek. But what I'm saying now Maybe is not that bad. But listen, listen to me, Diablo. Now I'm yeah. going to take you back. Let's go back in the halls of time. I, I wish I had a nicer life. Let's go back in the halls of time. Let's go back in the way back machine. I want to hit. I want to hit some buttons on the Wayback Machine in Diablo's life, the history, and I want you to tell me, Diablo, how accurate is the drug scene in Scarface compared to the drug scene that you actually ran? Uh, you know, I'm that's that Scarface. You're talking a whole different world. Yeah. I was just. I'm just part of a street gang. I'm a street gang guy. You know. Yeah, but it it, it wasn't too saw, far. No, you, of course. Yeah, you know you I saw, saw weight. Saw. Yeah, of course. Um, it's it's pretty accurate. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know about all the taking out the the uh, what is it? The the burrito. What are they called? The brothers. Those brothers. You know they they, they were doing. They were on some the, Cuban nutty the ass massacre brothers, shit. The Dijas brothers. Yeah, yeah. I bury those cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> but. You know, it's not it's not far from that. You know what I mean? I just never took no trips to Mexico to go meet souls and men like that. <laughs> right. But let me ask you a question, man. Like when you But when it motivated a whole generation of, yeah, uh, of it did. thugs. It did. It motivated a lot of people to get into the game. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But it ended terrible. And it ended terrible it in real life for a lot yeah, of people. Yeah. Now now let me ask you a question, man. Like so 
let's get real, because a lot of people think they can be drug dealers. Like, a lot of people can. Like, I actually, I won't say who it is. I had a buddy, a skinny buddy, who thought he was going to be, like, a big marijuana dealer. But he yeah. would always wind up smoking it and losing it. And, I mean, just never. So Didn't pan out for him. <laughs> That's how I started selling dope, by selling weed first. Yeah. Just because I wanted to smoke weed. Right. You know, and I used to take a, a ride of Pico and Hoover. And them dudes, they, they had what they call the traqueteros, like like almost like, a, I guess, the track stars. <laughs> a traqueteros, is, they were mostly like illegal aliens. Like, they would come out of the woodwork over there, Pico and Hoover. You remember Give that? Give you lady? a fucking half ounce for $20. Yeah, they come out of manholes, yep. trees <laughs> with weed, big yep. bags. Big bags, I used to buy it from this old lady. Her name was La Negra. She, La some, Negra. Yeah, she was, I think she was Cuban or something, but... Mm -hmm. She used to see me. She said, "Get, get in me!" walking around with like a shopping cart with bags full of weed. I was like, "How does this lady do it?" You know, man. And you know, I used to go get the bud over there in Hoover. Was and bring she an it old lady, La Negra? Mm, well, she was maybe in her thirties, forties. Was she hot? You know, like, I was a young you, kid, like fifteen. Would you? What would you go? Would you go buy? What you go buy? A couple uh, hundred bucks worth, or a hundred bucks? Or yeah, 50? I'll go buy. I'll go buy two, three hundred dollars worth of weed. Then when I started just by going and buying, they would give you a, with some media. They'll give you like a big fat sack for like 10 bucks, dude. Yep. You make like three, yep. four dime bags out of it. Yeah, that. you could. Exactly. And, and then, you know what I mean? It was just regular, you know, sense weed. It was stress. I was doing the you same know? shit. But. Yeah. Damn. But, and then, okay, so then. It was so, a Beacon Hoover was like a virtual supermarket at that point in time for drugs. And you go down there and if That's, you spent $50, you'd get like. Close to like an ounce of this sense weed. Yeah. And you could break that down and triple up your money. What's sense weed? You keep calling it sense. What you Sensemilia, right? Right. So Which is they like. They call it short into sense, but sensemilia means without seed, but they lied because they had a lot, a lot of, of seeds. seeds. <laughs> but you know that? I but used that to was go just like regular scrub yeah. weed, right? Exactly. I used to go and get the bud right before that crack epidemic came in. Yeah. Right before that. And it got terrible over there too, of course. Yep. <laughs> they were selling flat. Flat, 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 flat ass dope. rock. Yeah, flat rock. I used to call mine chunky. Yeah, <laughs> I used to have some boulders. Wait, were you hooking up your own dope? Yeah, I cooked it. Yeah, yeah, I was Chef Boy yeah. RD, old, old school Chef Boy mayonnaise RD, jar huh? <laughs> with a mayonnaise jar. Man, how do you cook? How did? How would you cook your fucking crack? Like, how'd you? Wood, do that? My homie Woods is the one that actually showed me how to cook it. Woods was like the prime minister of dope in the neighborhood. He knew who had it. He knew that motherfucker would. Give him a lesson in, 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 in risk game. He showed me how to dry cook and make two kilos out of one. What's that? And I thought, you know, <laughs> I'm a kilo of cocaine, you rock it up and make two kilos out of it. He showed me how to do it. Basically, it's like almost dry cooking it. And it would be hard and everything. And, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking... In my mind, I'm thinking, well, if it has some percentage of cocaine in it, it'll get them base heads sprung, and they'll think it's good. So, you know, I'll just make more money like this. But then my homeboy, Glauber, one day told me, he said, hey, Los, he said, the homies asked me, man, what's up with your dope, man? They said that shit been bunked lately. A lot, a lot of, a couple of homies, he said, a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of smokers on the street, they say they don't want to get no rocks from you because they said that shit is bunked. And I said, what you mean? He said, and then I told him. I came clean. I said, well, what I did is this. Woods showed me how to do this. My homeboy Woods. Yeah. And Clyde said, no, that motherfucker. Don't listen to that motherfucker. He said, 
Los, man, don't do that shit to him, Los. He said, rock your shit up the way you used to, homie. Do it right. Give him that shit their ears are going are, are gonna to ring from. Yeah. Give him that shit to make him sell their mother's TV. Los, don't yeah, do him like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I said, what? I said, all right, Clive. Well, look, look, you see this dope? I'm throwing this whole motherfucker in the water, you know, <laughs> and I'm going to reduce all that shit garbage into something solid and good, you know? Yeah. I love so, that's crazy, so, you know. I mean, dude, that's that, dude. So basically, I smoked some of Los's dope. Did you? How <laughs> yeah, was it? Yeah. How was it? I didn't Bomb give him the bunk. I wouldn't sell Bomb the homies bay. a bunk, you know. Uh-uh, what I'm saying? No. But it looked out. <laughs> that shit took care of the job. Man, I used to rock up my dope sometimes with uh, with with, with like uh, uh, food dye number twelve and shit like <laughs> that. I used to. Uh, one time we rocked it up, a homie named Jose Franco. He was like early in the game, and one time we cooked some dope with some cherry Seven Up, and the shit with the rocks were pink. That sounds that awesome. That was a way to distinguish our our crack from, you know, like from the Crips or whoever else. That's what the, the marketers say. And yeah. they would be like, "Man, we want that pink rock because that shit was good." You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? And uh, I even used to make my my rock and my cookies like I'll paint them brown or sometimes because I would hide them in the in the I'll keep like a few few cookies like an ounce cookie in the refrigerator, but it'll look just like, it'll look just like a fucking cookie, like <laughs> an oatmeal cookie, dude. I would even put M&Ms in it <laughs> when I would cook it, and it would look like real cookies. I put food dye number 12. I think that's like a brown color, I believe. And uh, Did anyone accidentally eat one of the cookies? <laughs> no, no, but man, dude, one time, check this out. One time, my poor mother, man, you know, I would have I killed myself if I, but look, one time I had, I used to stash my crack, my rocks inside this little case, like a key, you know, a key magnet, yeah. you know, the, the yeah. key hiders. Yeah, you put it like under your car. Yeah. Well, one day I was tripping, man. I thought the, I thought they were about to hit me or something. You know, I seen some strange vehicles on the street. You thought a raid was going down? Yeah. So I put this damn, this magnet thing full of rock cocaine inside the toaster. You know how they're aluminum. And so, <laughs> I, I, so I put the magnet in there, bam. You know, I smoked some like twelve joints later, and the day, the rest of the day went on. Nothing happened, but I came home like at ten, eleven p.m. that night. I come in the house, and my mom, as soon as I walk in, her and her friend are looking at me, and my mom goes to the room and she said, "I don't know what the fuck you did to my toaster." Ugh. She said, "I don't know what you did to the toaster." She said, "But me and Laura, her friend, we we had some coffee." And some and some little we put some cakes. I put some cakes in there to heat them up. I don't know what you did with that damn drug in there. <laughs> but she said, uh. she said, but we had some coffee cakes, and we ate them and real the fast. And the shit, what happened is, man, it melted. She said we ate those cakes and our hearts were beating. We thought <sighs> we were gonna have a heart attack. Wow. I almost killed my own mother, dude. Holy and, and, shit! And she said, and just the look on her face it made me so sad. You know the way All she right. was explaining it to me. She said. Me and poor Lauda, we didn't know what to do. We were about mm-hmm. to go to the hospital. We didn't, oh, my God. We were, Damn. But, you know, they were sprung because it. <laughs> they, 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 she's they, like, did you do that again? Yeah, she's like, listen, could you put it, it up a little higher but on what the toaster? Ha- what happened is I put that magnet with the, you know, the little rock box with the rocks in there. Yeah. I put it inside the toaster. When they heated up their coffee cake, the shit melted from the heat and dripped onto you the know, coffee Lauda. cake. And they were eating. A little, they ate some crap. You know your they mom. You know your mom was like, "Louder! What kind of coffee did you put you in know this what? coffee cake?" The, the I'm reason I say very awake. I'm not trying to be funny, but the reason I say they were sprung because 
it was like one in the morning and they were still talking and chopping it up and <laughs> having a good old time. You they know taking apart that toaster and putting it back even, together. My mom even brought out some of her uh, liquor that she had. My mom <laughs> used to drink just to calm themselves down. And right, right. Even right. When, she, when she walked around, I had to go out there and get her because they were having such a ball. They were talking uh-huh. and chopping. She was outside in the street talking with her. While, you know, she walked her to her car. They were still talking out there. And behavior I said, Mom, come on, man. Get in the house. It's already 1 a.m. But, Damn. man, dude, if I would have walked in my house and seen them, you know, my mom and her friend, you know, gone, man. you know, it, that shit would have killed me, man. I had some dope stash, and I had this little dog. Oh, fucking no. Fucking dog found the fucking dope, right? Yeah. And I come out, and the dope like in the bag. Yeah. yeah, dog, the dope, the bag <laughs> is out. Out, and it's unraveled. Yeah. Wow. And I look at the dog, and I'm like, Fuck, dude. And I'm thinking oh. this dog's going to die. And it was a little oh. Yorkshire Terrier, right? Oh, uh, they're already that. hyper, dude. Right, bro. So I'm That's like, a stress fuck, case. Man. Those so dogs. I grab the dope. I'm looking at the bag to fuck. see if it's ripped on an end or something. It's not ripped, but it's unraveled. There's no way that I'm looking at the dog's teeth, its mouth. <laughs> I'm like, and I can't see anything. And the dog's like hyper running around, right? <laughs> but it's man. always hyper. So I'm like, what the fuck do I do? I, and I'm all upset. I'm like, man. So I get some milk. And I start trying to put milk down its mouth, like, like dilute like, it. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I'm giving this dog all sorts of shit. I'm trying to listen to his little heart. I'm trying to fuck his <laughs> man, things racing, bro. But he's racing anyway. So I'm like, right. man, is this dog tripping or is he just? It's just a well, well, what was it? It was Yale. It was meth. Oh, it was meth. Yeah. Wow. Fucking. Uh, but nothing ever happened with the dog. I guess he never. He didn't get to it. He, right. He, I got him just in time. Did you go around? His little heart would have popped open. Did you? Did you go yeah. around looking for yeah. it later? Like you're like, man, it's gotta be on this floor. Somewhere. No, no, no. I, I got it. Oh, uh, but the you bag, just thought maybe it was he unraveled. Hey, bro, who, who, who invented meth? Some people say the Chinese. Some people say Hitler. I don't know. I think the Chinese did. <laughs> if, if, if Hitler had anything to do with it, that's an evil motherfucker. I, you know, that's an evil-ass drug. That motherfucker, he... I, what I, makes meth so evil, man? Come on. Have you ever smoked meth? No, no, no. But, but what makes it so evil? What? Well, because I've seen people on it, and they're not themselves. Not everybody. Some people can't maintain, but I've seen some people on it that it's like a demon takes over their body. Because I believe in demons, and I believe that... Drugs are a gateway to demons to enter you, you know? Diablo because they don't even demons. Part-time. All right, all right. Hey, man, but check it out. That drug, because if you think Hitler made it, they say Hitler would give it to his soldiers so these motherfuckers could keep on killing and not asking for any food, or, you know what I mean? Now, listen, That's let me tell wicked. you something. Listen, listen. That's an old tradition. I don't know if Hitler can, I mean, listen, whether he made meth or not, he's an evil motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But, but, let me put it to you this way. Giving your soldiers... Yeah. Some, you know, some, you know, go go powder or some go juice. Wow. That ain't that. That, ain't that, ain't that, love. Go, that dude, that doesn't. That's the U.S. Army does that. Oh, yeah. yeah. The the Incan armies. I mean, them dudes was chewing on coca leaves, bro. How yeah, you think they yeah. made them pyramids? <laughs> it wasn't chilling. It was hella and, creative. And, and the word assassin, the word assassin comes from hashish. Hashish. So, you know, yeah, because the idea was to. Like some of the the ruler, I don't know the exact name of the guy, but the idea was he would get his soldiers like super high and get them into this like crazy trance state and then like brainwash them into a frenzy to believe that they're going to go to heaven if they go and do these X, Y, and Z. Mm. And so, 
You know what, man? This sounds so conspiratorial, but I'm gonna say it anyway. And you know what? I'm not. E- I don't like conspiracy theories. But when you said to me, because I was telling you, I'm like, why do people like that? Sc- I like Scarface. I like. I like the violence of it, and I love all that shit and the Michelle Pfeiffer and blah 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 blah. Like who the okay? But in the end, I'm like, that's not a good stuff. I don't want to go like that. That is not. I mean, I'm. I you know. But then when you said, like that came out in the late. 70s? Mm-mm. Early was it? 80s. Early, Early 80s, 80s, right? Yeah, 1980, I think. And the crack epidemic is kind of like around when? 84, 85, when I started seeing. Right. And then Scarface kind of becomes like a goal or like a, a like a promotional movie for a lot of street dudes, right? Like, I won't be that. And then all of a sudden, crack hits. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, it sounds crazy, but I mean... If you want to put out propaganda to get people amped up about pushing drugs and selling right. drugs and that kind of life, mm-hmm. you would glamorize it with something like Scarface and them young folks would be totally taken in by that and be like, yeah, that's really good and not think through the whole thing. And it just seems crazy to me that th- all those sequence of events like happened and were laid out like that. And then, and then, then what's even crazy is you got, like, I hate, I'm not trying to get political, but we do talk about prison a lot, and it's in the news all the time right now. The Democrats are fighting amongst each other because of Clinton's legacy of the three strikes, mm-hmm. right? Of which you survived the three strikes. Los, did you have to deal with three strikes? Um, no, thank God. Right, but there's a but lot. But I had to deal with some, uh, some, another enhancement called the career criminal in the feds, which is similar to uh, three strikes. It's like three felonies. They could be drugs or violence, and they'll hit you with a career criminal act. And then what happens? Then they could give you anywhere from 10, 10 years up to shit, up to like life, you know? Damn. So check it out. So 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 check this out. I mean, actually, you- actually, I think it was more than. I think the minimum was like fifteen, sixteen years. But I think I benefited because I was playing crazy for a while. <laughs> I and love I, that and story. I, and I stalled enough time for for the laws to no longer be um, mandatory minimums. You know what? Just <laughs> based on that, man, there should be like a plaque to you because you fucking he played. I didn't crazy. know how I didn't know how it was gonna help me, but it helped me somehow. Dude, he played crazy. He he the, the law the, thing. The fight. Yeah, exactly. Who yeah. does that? All right. So check this out. So so if you look at it right, so then Clinton does three strikes, and it's not just Clinton; it's everybody. Three strikes. That's around the in the early '90s, right? Okay. So like and, and right now there's a whole discussion about it because now everyone's sorry. Now everyone's like, oh, we shouldn't have done that. That's not good. Which I fucking hate. Didn't that. one guy get life for like stealing a pizza? Yeah, yep. I heard that. But that law was came into action. That's the Romero act. That's the guy who it changed behind. What was his name? Romero. Romero. He was a Mexican guy. That was the guy who stole the piece of. Pizza. I always thought it was a black dude. Mm-mm. And he ran off with the piece of pizza. Wow. And they caught him. And they try to strike them out. out. Right. That's and then bullshit. he bought it. And that's how that Proposition 36 came in. Right. And, you know, they wrote that law because of Polly Class. Polly Class, a right. A little girl that got kidnapped by some scumbag, child molester. Mm-hmm. Right. But those motherfuckers, you're not going to get a cure. You know what I mean? They uh, kill those motherfuckers. I mean, I don't know what you need to do with those them Those motherfuckers exactly. are, 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 you know, they're, they're, they're just. They're no good. Yeah, they're no good. And they'll never be good. You know, right. They, there's they no don't therapy. Get rid of that. There's no, no therapy. Not for that shit. You got to, like, round them up and just put them on an island with each other and not let them off or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh. Just get them out of here. But the thing is, is, is like, so think about it. So think about what, what we're talking about right now, though, right? So it's like. You know, you, you and dude, and there's no, this, it still boggles my mind. Like, yeah, you sold some drugs. Yeah, you did all that. But it still boggles my mind that we all know that the CIA brought 
right coke into the and crack into the exactly. in the la urban scene and like everybody black, knows it black ops and people are still kind of like hey you know what I, that was then this is now you know but and now it's three strikes and everyone's like yeah we shouldn't have done it. at the time it was like we got to do something so if you think about it right you got you got uh scarface then you got the introduction of crack cocaine then you got major sales. Then you got all of a sudden the law changes. Mm -hmm. Then you got people who are doing a hard time. And, and the law didn't just change for three strikes. The law also changed because if it was crack, it was treated as if you were dealing when all you had was enough to just smoke for yeah, yourself. Yeah, what oh was yeah, it, like yeah, 100 yeah. to 1? Yeah, like, 100 to 1. That's some bullshit. Right. Yep. And all of a sudden you had a bunch of people locked up for a long time. And then... And then you had this prison workforce and private prisons being built. They did, built that, right. they did, that, they did that to crack right. because they knew mostly black and Hispanics were using and dealing that drug. Right. Of course. So, so every every law of drugs has been based on some sort of racism, starting with marijuana. Behind them, yeah. Yeah. Right. So my point was is it was to create a new, I believe, to a certain extent. One is it killed a couple birds with one stone. Number one is is right. Uh, the United States needed to have off the books money to give to the Contras and people that the Congress yep. was like, we can't give those dudes money. It's yeah. we're not doing that. But the CIA was like, well, we're not going to have land reform in these countries in Latin America. We're not going to have communism or socialism taking root down there. And listen, I'm not saying it's from political. I'm just saying it's crazy. We all know this. Yeah. Nobody does not not know this. So they need that money out the books. The other thing they can do is they can super criminalize black and brown, send them away for a long time, generate these private companies who are lobbying companies to yeah, go ahead and build yeah. more prisons, more jobs for prison guards. And a lot of those guys do work. I mean, dude, I think I said it in here before, like even Whole Foods was getting like, you know, organic tilapia was farmed by prisoners. Oh, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> and what about what about those Arizona jeans? Are those made are those made by prisoners? I don't know, but it could be. But my I, re point I read a good book. What you're talking about though, about the CIA's and the Contras. Yeah, dark, I think it was called Dark Alliance. I read that by, by Ga the, the Gary Webb. Gary Webb, the journalist. Him. They murdered him. Yeah, he, yeah, they did. They made a movie about him. They did. They I did make a that. movie about him, and I think that wasn't Clinton involved with something weird. Yeah, Clinton. Dope Clinton bean. was bringing a lot of dope in Arkansas. Right. In Arkansas, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, murdered murdered a lot of people and had a lot of people whacked too. I mean, listen, I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, it's a whole thing's fucking weird, and everyone's still kind of like, eh, I don't know, what is, what's on Netflix? Oh, Dexter's a good show. It's crazy. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand. And then they have that show. Is it called Narco? Yeah. And they're retelling stories about Escobar and, and yeah, later. Yeah, I watched the whole like thing. These dudes. I, I mean, I remember reading about these guys in the 80s. Yeah. Reading about the real scar later. I think his name is Later or Lader. Oh, yeah. Right? He's mentioned in the book. Yeah. Right. And, and like some of these big time cats that were making millions yeah, of dollars yeah, a day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Wow. I remember reading about them in like Newsweek and shit. And this is in the 80s after Scarface hits like this high, right? right? I'm, all these articles start coming out about the real right. dudes, the right. real Scarface. Right. Crazy stories. They have their own islands and their own fucking. Yeah. Uh, That's where that uh, Fire Island, that Fire Island scandal with fucking Ja Rule and that fucking right? fat white idiot, I can't remember his name, that was, that was running the whole thing, right? What happened? With two. 
So they, so I don't know if you remember, but they were selling like a major festival, mm-hmm. right? It was right. like Fire Island, right. DJs right. from out. But what space. about them? So this guy, uh, they one of the islands that they were going to use for Fire Island for for the festival was owned by Pablo Escobar, oh, his okay. son. Oh really? And the fucking son said, "Fine, you can use this island in the Caribbean, beautiful white sand." And he's like, "You can use it." But just don't mention it's it was uh, Escobar or Pablo Escobar. First thing this they guy do. does is on Instagram. He just hits uh. it up like, yeah, Pablo Escobar. And the sun kicked him off the thing or whatever. Came but, uh, yeah. So, yeah, they did own islands, man. Yeah. 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 With their own runways and all that shit. I like that movie, uh, Blow. Remember Diego, that nut? Yeah. He had his own island. Yeah, I do. Blow. Yeah. That was the Johnny Depp one, right? Yeah. That, one, that was a sad story, man. It was. Hey, go, hey, you know what's a trip? That dude was a rat. Some How dudes were locked up with me, were with him in Taft, I think. You know what? Cocaine, cocaine goes through these ups and downs. Like it's mm. real popular, then it's not popular. Then yeah. it's popular. Like, and oh, every, everybody's doing coke. Or then, okay, oh, you're an idiot. You're doing coke. You still do coke. Like, you know, <laughs> and then it's like everybody's doing it. And like, that it's shit, weird. Like, that's right not now, good no more, man. Well, right now. There's like a lot of young people doing uh, coke. Like yeah, they're all going to clubs and everybody's doing coke. Like it's cool, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's like bell bottoms. It's weird. And then meth. I remember I did some coke when I first got out. Me and, and then one of my homies tells one of my homies tells a dude that gave us a little shot of coke, you know, powder. He tells him, "Say, hey man, uh, he said my homie right here. He just did ten years for selling the real shit." He said, "What's that you gave us, man?" He yeah. said. That's some healthy cocaine you got. It don't got no drug in it. Yeah. <laughs> so like, what does that mean? He's he's trying to say that the, the shit was whack. Yeah. He said it, he said that's that's healthy cocaine you got. Right. Not gluten. It don't got no drug in it. Gluten free. It? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, and then meth is is now oh, it's just it's crazy. Meth man. is the drugs so dangerous, right now, dude. man. Meth is and meth is like the cheap man's cocaine. Man. You can you can spend ten twenty dollars on some meth, and that's enough meth to you can party all night or a couple dude, of days. I asked this dude. I said, "How does it feel?" He said, "Well, you see stuff that you normally wouldn't <laughs> see that was always there, and it's like I think the dangerous part about meth is that, like that meth, like Lucky said, you know, you spend a little bit of money and they 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 on one for days, yeah. and like that's dangerous because that's just not even an organic domain anymore." You know, at least that crack, them 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 smokers would at least they the would cocaine. take a blast and then a few minutes later they'd be like, Damn, man, they'll think about what they done to get the money. Like, I feel bad. I said, What's wrong? They yeah, said, man, I, I smoke smoke my uncle's TV to get that that money. <laughs> at least they have a conscience still, but that other shit, they just be gone. You know what I mean? Just keep walking. Yep. <laughs> Dude, yep. I was high as a motherfucker. I went to Temecula. I went to oh Temecula. Oh, my God. It's rampant out they there. They should call that Methmecula, dude. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. It's like I wouldn't that. Even, Inland Empire is like that. San it's Bernardino. crazy, dude. Yeah. You go to some place wow. in California, and you feel like the mayor's on meth. Like, the whole thing is meth. Indios like that. Places like that. San Bernardino. Like, you don't even want to stop the car. You're like, I got to keep going, dude. I can't stop What here. about this shit, Flocka? I seen that shit on YouTube. Yeah, I've seen that, on that I don't flock. know what that is. Those motherfuckers is that? throw themselves into windows and... There's in Florida, some drug they do it like turns them into zombies. They start growling and <laughs> what? It's like some bath salts and shit. Is that what it is? I don't know. Hey, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna uh, Diablo. You yes, brought sir. some writing down. You gonna read some stuff for us? Yeah, today? I got it. I got it in. in, in, in Why don't you go vehicle. get that? I'm gonna oh, take a. I'm yeah. gonna take a piss. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah.
do that. Yeah. Oh, we're back. Uh, Diablo went to get some writing that he's going to share with us today. Okay. Here we go. And this is called In Full Spiritual Spectrum. It's just a little note, mental note I put on paper that goes something like, when you know a person in jail, in prison, you get to know them in full spectrum. You see their inner self in color, their traits and all their potential, talent, heart, bright and shining. Even though the outward appearance of the convict may be gray and colorless due to the drab and monotonous uniformity of dress and routine in prison life, you get to understand the person and dissect them a little better than a free world. On the streets, it's the opposite. People, most, that is, only judged by, you know, your flashy clothes and jewelry, brand new tennis shoes, leather wallabies, whatever it is, riding in the Escalade. They judge you by that, but they don't know if you're a solid cat. Those are only items that appear in color to the blind, you know, in the so-called free world, and it's only one color they're really seeing, which is green. My inner self, in contrast to this now, is only secondary. Black and white or gray, you know? Um, a true person's color is their spirit, you know? You see them in this full spiritual spectrum. In jail, you get to know a person's true colors, in other words. You even decipher the fakes and the phonies on the outside who you thought you, you loved, loved you. Maybe that's enough. That was awesome. That was amazing. Maybe that was you beautiful. Can, maybe you could cut it like where I started getting into the second paragraph. What do you think, Lucky? You I like it. it. I like it. Like I said, it's a rough draft. That's all right. No, I liked it. It was dude, dope. That was beautiful. Listen. See I, see, I got a lot of shit crossed out. Nobody knows. Like, nobody nobody knows what oh, what the finished product is in a sense. Yeah. So it's like whatever it is, it's a performance piece. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, you you got another one? Maybe I should have just finished that one. <laughs> Oh, you can finish that one. You want Brother, your stuff is so good, bro. You just read, dude. Hey, it's man, wait a, awesome. second, wait a second. Wait a okay, second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Hey, Diablo, <laughs> let's let's cut this shit, dude. What? Why is there? Why are you having um, a crisis in confidence about this writing? Because it's really good. You know it. You wrote it. So it's why good, do you get self-conscious? It's, it's not a finished product. You know, it's like I stumble on myself. In other words, nervousness. Yeah. But you see how I got stuff crossed out and stuff here? Yeah. Like when I get to it, you know, I don't know this stuff by heart, so I'll stumble on it, you know? And you just want That's it to it sound. Is. You want it to sound good. You want it to be smooth. Right. Got it. Maybe I should do another take. Nah, okay. you know what, man? Just let it Just let it go. Like, own it. Just own it and whatever. You okay. know what I mean? Make we'll it do, organic. We'll, we'll, do, we'll do one more. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. All let's right. do it. Here's another point to ponder on as a criminal. It's a creepy experience to lurk around alleys and streets between the twilight hours, especially when you're involved in some kind of illegal activity like selling drugs or being high on drugs. You walk down alleys with extra care, precaution, watching everything, listening more intently in the unbearable quiet of that time frame. As you post up between buildings or in the laundry rooms of the apartment building to avoid detection while you serve a crackhead or maybe hide a gun, shadows in the distance be begin to take on form. 
Okay, look, let me start that. As you post up between buildings, or maybe a laundry room or an apartment building to avoid detection while you're serving a crackhead, maybe stashing a gun after you've done a shooting, shadows in the distance begin to take on forms. If you're high, you think it's a boogeyman in the form of a rival enemy coming to get you and gun you down. If you're selling dope, it might take the shape of a police officer waiting to jump out and gaffle you up. When you walk down alleys, your shadows melt behind you. Buildings crawling to garbage dumpsters. It's a terrible feeling of impending doom. One time I was chilling in the alley with my homie Nelson and Ula. It was about 2 a.m. and they were smoking gay. Nelson starts tripping, saying that someone in the building on the opposite side of the alley is looking out the window. I look at the window in question and notice nothing moving. Nelson keeps imagining that someone is looking out the window watching us. Before I know it, I start seeing the dark figure moving the curtains and watching us. I really thought I saw what he saw, and the acid I had took earlier wasn't helping me any either. Earlier I laughed as I looked at the usual trees and how they seemed to waver in an unnatural way. They moved like I was watching them move in the wind, though it was not windy, and as if someone was flicking the light switch on and off rapidly on the tree. It was way out. I saw the shadow of my bike melting against a building, but yet as I rapidly turned my vision to the bike, it was intact. This is just one of many weird deliriums of being on the streets here. Yeah, like that, bro. I'm telling you, when you get flowing in there, dog, it's good. Man. It's all right, man. Next time, on the next episode, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Batman and Robin, I'm going <laughs> to rehearse the shit before I come in and put it down. Diablo, you properly. have a way you have a way of describing things and talking that is like it's so good, bro. I'm telling you, you don't Paint even know. Picture. Yeah, you do, man. It's like Thank you don't you, even brother. know what you're dealing with, that. bro. Appreciate it's, that. I just I want you to do more. I, I you got so much more next bro, time when I come. Yeah, I got I got a lot of writings, man, but I just my ass needs to sit down and start organizing this stuff in chronological order, man. It just, it just, it's, it's like eighty percent of autobiography, but I just haven't took time to finish it or make a chronological order of this shit. Could you imagine reading that? Because as you go, I don't want it to end. I can yeah, say, I, can, yeah. I would love to hear you just rip off something that's like twenty minutes long, and take us on a whole journey, bro. I mean, because you can't do any wrong. Diablo, you're just sharing, and the, but the way you share, even if you're talking about walking down the street, the way you say it, it's just like you're painting this picture. Thank and you, just, brother. Man, I tell him when he gets going, I don't want it to end. He's, he's got to take you when, on it. You know what? I, when he's able, when dude, Diablo, this is and this is real. I just I'm lack confidence like a, in my voice and reading. Yeah. Plus, and, and like he, I told you, I'm not feeling that well. I was up all night, dude. I was, listen, my stomach was hurting. Listen. Yeah, excuses, excuses. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't. We don't have to call them excuses, but right, this is right, what I'm right. going to tell you, right? Okay, brother. The thing is, is you got a great combination of like I want to say like intimate and vulnerable plus edge in what you're sharing. Parse, it must come through from your experiences and like what you've done in your life, uh -huh. and then at the same time, you've got this artist's heart that's trying to capture all this. So there's a real power in wow. that. And then what? That's but, a great analogy. Yeah, but listen, don't don't blow it off and don't be like, oh, this is some nice shit that some fucker says to me because we're on a show and that's what no, he's no, going to no, say. No, I'm no. telling no. you it's for real. Right. Okay, this I is like legit. But the, here's the problem. 
or the issue or the challenge, you can call whatever you want. But the block, right? The block is you get con- you get kind of self-conscious. You start you're hit, right. You're and then right. the minute that happens, the minute you the listen butthole to yourself. seizes up and then you're like, ah, oh, <laughs> da, da, and you start thinking and blah. Right. And right, you don't, right. you know, uh, it's I, but That's what good I, advice. Don't listen to yourself. Just read. My what I'm curious about is mm. is what is it that you're causes right. you to take a second to want to evaluate how you're coming across? That's what it is. It's that second that fucks me up. I'm telling you because you made a good point because you listen to yourself and like you mispronounce shit or, but a lot of it too has to do with what I like I said. There's a lot of stuff crossed out here and a lot of stuff that punctuation takes me down a dead end when it's not supposed to be like a you know what i'm gonna tell you two things i mean in my experience my experience because i do i do a ton of reps right a lot of times life is about reps ask mr ask mr levine about how important it is to do repetition on meditation i'm sure he's got a lot to say about that but here's the thing here's the thing man it's life's about reps it's about reps and so there's two things going number one is you already know all this stuff that's in you, right? So part of it is practicing in that space of like, hey, I'm gonna I am who I am. Warts and all. Fuck it. Warts and fucking all. There's not a human being that doesn't have an asshole that stinks. Right? So fuck it. The other part of it is is reps. Uh and maybe you know you're like, I should have practiced this a hundred times before Verbal, I came down. Yeah, yeah. Verbal reps is exactly right. The last That's time it, you were no. down here, you told me that you were going to write some stuff and you were going to practice it. You said this the last time. I know. Okay, I know. so and we're, we're going to do that to, tonight. Okay, but we don't have to talk about it no more. Right. Do it because right. I want you to I want you to come in. I don't want See, you I didn't realize to how much perfect. emphasis or how much credit you give me for this writing, so Dude, it's you not know. about what we give. Yeah, it's right. you. You bring right, it right. Dude, you, do you yeah. know how big the deal is? I wanted to rehearse it last night, but, man, I started feeling bad. I don't know what the hell I ate, dude, but. Hey, listen, because I we got big like plans. Dude, the Hard Luck Show's got big plans for Diablo. Yeah. If he accepts. About, yeah, if tell, he accepts, should you accept. We want you. Hey, be- that's a side of this project that we want to do with you. We want to okay. do this. And you don't have to come in here, and I'm not saying for you to come in here and do it without any okay. hiccups. Right. I'm saying just come in, hiccups. lay that shit out. Did you just say hiccups? Yeah. Hiccups. Science, that was like a Latin version of hiccups. <laughs> and the hiccups. sound sign Sean would hook that so, up. So I just want you to come in and just go for it, bro. Okay. Hey, give us 20 minutes. I don't care if you, this time, whatever, just give us 20 minutes. But, do what you got to do because right. this is a project I want to move forward on, bro. This is right, gold right. right here, okay? Go. And you know what? Let, you know what? Right now, what's going on is a workshop, right, or a seminar. I don't know what the fuck you want to call it. But how many dudes, dudettes, do you think will be inspired by Diablo overcoming these things, building his art in real time on this show, perfecting it, and realizing, like, maybe they, too, could do something? Absolutely. Right? This yeah. is right. It's part of the just process. about you, dude. It's part of the process. But anyway, um, but... We want you to, because I love your videos. So we were thinking for the Hard Luck Show would be an awesome feature. Uh-huh. Is for you to continue to do your like on the street interviews and make you like a journalist, man. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that? What do you think about being like the man, the but journalist? What, what interviews have I done? You're talking about Mexican you Batman. I fucking go to sleep oh. thinking about Mexican <laughs> Batman. 
Go out and interview. Go out. You, mean, you come up with topics and go out and, and talk to some people to about us, it. Man. Send it to us. Just send it to us and we'll put it up here and we'll give it. I'm going to get you press credentials. I'm going to get you for some fucking dog tags that say, like, fucking <laughs> press. I'm going to send you in a Camilla hey, Harris. I like the way that you approach and interact with strangers or go out there and I bring love, your shit to it. Yeah, you, you, at some of those it's conversations interesting, are It's funny. It's, it's, and it's Santa dope. Monica. Yeah. Right? But how many interviews have I really done? I mean, dude, be honest with You're you. You're talking about like uh, that video I shot for yeah, fun, fucking around said, with them yeah, bums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> we don't did, want yeah. you. We don't want you. It's not about being super fun. We may send you. It would be awesome to send you to like Via Ragosa or somebody and be like, we want you to represent like whatever. And you go right. there and you ask some hard hitting que- or whatever question. Yeah. Right, right, right. But just because I'm sick, you know, we get the we already got enough talking heads to do right, right. Let's have some fucking dudes with some color. Yeah, we may we may have you go out and ask uh, uh, fifty people if they know uh, that Batman was came from uh, a Mexican character. Zorro, right? I listen to the whole you know, thing. It, I'm just saying there could be a million things, but your presence and the fact that you've already started to do shit like that, we want to support you moving more in that direction. Second off, if we can start to begin to do this. Then me and Chumhan can start taking your sound and your stuff, and we can start putting it together and actually doing something with it. Absolutely. Right. Okay. There's something there. So let's let's, let's work on We're, we're going to okay. bring Diablo out of hell, man. That's what we want. Yeah. yeah. We want to open up the earth and let loose Diablo. And find paradise again. And, yeah. And find right. paradise again. You ready? Right. Do you accept this offer? I accept. All right. Yeah. yeah. Right. right. Hey, listen, man, we're going to wrap up this show today, man. It's always, always good having you down, man. Thank yeah. And, uh, we're yeah go- I love and listen, I bro, love in a couple weeks, we want you back down here. Let's do some more reading. Let's get busy on some stuff. And we look forward to having you again down on the show. Thank you for coming down today. Thank you, Thank guys. You. Right Thank you. Always a pleasure, my brothers. What a All great right. guy. I love that, Until man. next time, keep from the street. We're out of here. Adios. 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 Adios.